Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN. It seems like every story we've read over the past couple of years is based on how many people are leaving Illinois. They're leaving in flocks and... I always thought, where's the research to back that up? Is that just hearsay? Well, Frank Manzo is an economist at the Illinois Economic Policy Institute, and he has the research, and the research actually shows that people are coming to Illinois as well. Thank you for joining us, Frank. Um, What kind of people are coming to Illinois? Is it just the asylum seekers and the migrants we see, or are we seeing a whole new demographic come in? Yeah, well, uh, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, so we look at uh, two different data sources. One is this household survey data uh, that the, the census does collect with the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And then we also look at uh, tax data uh, that the uh, Illinois Department of Revenue uh, releases, uh, both over a decade. So over the, the full decade, uh, Illinois' migration trends have uh, made the state uh, more urban and suburban or less rural, uh, more educated, uh, a little bit more foreign-born and, and more Hispanic, yes, uh, but also higher paid. Um, and, and it's interesting that it's also meant that more workers are contributing to the tax base while fewer are now reliant on government assistance programs uh, like food stamps and the earned income credit. Uh, while Illinois has become a $1 trillion economy over this time. So um, those are the top lines uh, of this study. Well, that's a good thing. We need more taxpayers. Not that ours are going to go down anytime soon, but uh, I understand that our total population is just under 13 million in the state of Illinois. Yeah, so, so the official census count, you know, despite all these uh, kind of population projections or estimates, which thought that the uh, our state would lose, you know, hundreds of thousands of residents, uh, the official uh, census showed that we had, you know, 12.8 million residents uh, in 2020, uh, which was a very, very slight decline, 18,000 residents uh, over the decade. But then there was this post-census review, uh, which found that we were likely undercounted, uh, by 2%. Uh, and that is in part because there was this record undercount of uh, Hispanic and Latinx people across the country. So states like ours and states like Texas were undercounted. Um, and so it was likely that Illinois actually had 13 million residents uh, in 2020. And for a lot of reasons, it's uh, potentially likely we continue to be undercounted. Um, and, and there are a lot of people who continue to stay in Illinois. And, and as you alluded to, there are a lot of people who continue to move to Illinois. And of course, yes, there are people who still uh, leave for other states as well. And the majority of people leaving Illinois, is there a demographic that you can tie to that? Age, race, what is it? Broadly speaking, migrants, whether they move out of Illinois or move to our states, tend to be younger. Now, the people who move out of Illinois, they are yeah, they are more likely to be younger. Uh, they tended to be they tended to have lower incomes than those who have chosen to stay in the state. Um, the people the data show that the people who left Illinois, uh, only 30 percent of those who left actually became home homeowners within the first year uh, in their new state. Uh, in, you know, in comparison, the people who stay in Illinois. 70 percent of them are homeowners. Right. They stay in Illinois because they have they have ties to, to 
to, to our state. They're more likely to be married uh, and they have higher household incomes than those who leave. So so the people who stay have these better socioeconomic outcomes and the people who leave uh, leave. Uh, you know, they have lower uh, they tend to be younger and they have uh, lower incomes and they uh, you know leave looking for work or they leave for, for other reasons. Frank, uh, oh, go ahead, Steve. Well, I was just going to say, Frank, I don't know if this is part of your your research, but I mean, where is it then that we got all of this self-loathing about ourselves when it comes to the state of Illinois? So so there is I mean, it is true that Illinois has lost residents due to what is called net domestic migration. And that is people who, who move within the United States, right, from one state to another. And we have had these losses within the, the, the country, right, from from Illinois to other states. But these losses were almost entirely offset over the last decade by people coming to Illinois from abroad. Now, that is also a very big category. That is not just immigrants from abroad. Those are people who could also include expatriates coming you know, back from working in London and, and Paris, right? They can include students. It can include uh, you know, active military returning home. But yes, it can also include uh, you know, uh, highly educated uh, immigrants with, with H-1B visas who come to work in professional and science jobs, as well as asylum seekers and, and, uh, and those who, who are refugees as well. So, so that's, I think, where a lot of it comes from is that you, you see the data of people moving within states, but, but it's you know, often not talked about who comes here from abroad, whether they're immigrants or not, and who stays. That, you know, that's, that's a part of the story that has been missing for so long is who stays in Illinois. Uh, and those people, um, you know, the people who come from abroad come for educational pursuits and, and to work disproportionately. And the people who stay have these, these socioeconomic outcomes um, that are making the state a, you know, a higher paid uh, state overall. My perception is that a lot of people I know leave when they retire. They might not be leaving to buy a home. They might be leaving to travel or, you know, I I just think they leave because they're tired of the cold. They're tired of the taxes and they just want to retire and be someplace warm. So the census does ask, uh, you know, why did you leave? Right. The census asked this question. Where did you live last year? Where do you live this year? Um, and why did you leave? Right. And that's why we, we use this data um, and, and use this, this data set, I should say. Um, among those uh, answers could, be, you know, are uh, I retired and, and another one is climate related reasons. Uh, you know, those tend to rank pretty low on the list. The, mm-hmm. By far, the top reason is for job related reasons. By the way, this is true whether they people leave Illinois for other states or people come to Illinois from other states. The number one reason is for job related reasons. Uh, number two is family related reasons, to, you know, to be closer to the family or maybe they, they've recently gotten married and they're, you know, moving to their spouses, uh, closer to their spouse's family. Um, so those are the, by far the top reasons. Uh, Illinois is also a, a disproportionate state for, for having people come for college. Um, yes, we, we do have, we disproportionately lose residents for, uh, for retirement related reasons, but it is uh, much lower on the list than all of these other reasons. Uh, interesting. Frank, where is, uh, because, you know, that's interesting. So people say our tax system here chases people away. Uh, macro, it certainly appears not to. People are coming here. But uh, on that list, when people do relocate, I would imagine there's a, a check mark there for taxes or government, or where does that rank for the reasons people leave? Right. So it's hard to, to know 100% for sure. You know, the number one 
reason is job related reasons. You know, jobs can be affected, of course, by taxes. So, you know, housing related is number three on the list that can be affected by property taxes. Right. But but it's not um, by far. It's not you know, it's not the number one concern, um, you know, job related reasons. You know, people who are younger and, and you know, and less likely to be homeowners. Uh, are are less likely to be concerned with something like property taxes or you know something else that's come up recently in the dialogue is the estate tax, but that affects you know 900 households a year and that's the you know the the wealthiest uh, uh, families who have 400 you know four million dollars in assets and again people who are in their 30s and, and looking for jobs are not often very concerned about something like the estate tax, for example. So, so you know, ultimately, that is, is not a, a primary driver of, of why people uh, move, but it is, you know, it can be a factor, but it is not, you know, we, we find in the report it is not a number one reason or, or one of the, the primary reasons. It is, you know, ultimately, that is essentially one of the reasons we, with Professor Bruno at the University of Illinois, wanted to do this report, is that sometimes these these narratives driven by kind of faulty population estimates can lead to kind of bad policy or, or, or and, and false narratives. Right. Um, because if you don't know who is moving out uh, and who is moving in and who chooses to stay and why, then you may think it's, you know, for the wrong reasons, right? And, and you right. may decide to, to, to enact policies uh, for the wrong reasons. Thank you so much for joining us, Frank Manzo, economist at the Illinois Economic Policy. Tom Skilling steps in next. That's after Steve's News on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.